The Gutabi. Steve Gutabi. Your brothers? No. Yes! What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. I've been excited all week for this episode because we will be, be we will be like Matthew Barry in ESPN Fantasy. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great because, we, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Join with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Sports, sports, sports. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's up, Tom? Um, well, we're both wearing our chef pants and our undershirts under our chef coats. So we just got off. <laughs> right. we, we literally just got off of work about a half an hour ago. Right. Uh, we literally cooked all day. And now we're here to talk about our, well, besides our families, and our love for professional wrestling. Right. Um, our, we, uh, our, weekday getaway yeah we i mean obviously we do love our families we love our careers but we also love professional wrestling so uh welcome back as always i like money um, i have a little i keep it in a jar on top of my <laughs> fridge one day i'd like to fill that jar that's where you come in what is that from the wedding singer oh okay when he goes to the bank and tries to get just mm-hmm. business cards to just impress the girl the, the wedding singer is a phenomenal movie I watch um, it no matter what. There's only certain movies that I like. Well, that we I'll always talk about John Lovitz. Oh, John, fucking John Lovitz. We, we were like on a John Lovitz kick for like for six episodes. Weeks, yeah. um, I mean, the opening credit, the opening song, the opening number, um, You Spin Me Right Round, is awesome. George, his, uh, uh, the backup singer, is hilarious. Um, and obviously, John Lovitz in that, makes that movie, but. Um, besides, we opened up today with Night at the Roxbury. We which did. Is a uh, you know, I was trying to find like this is the new. What thing. was the name of the club that they wanted to open? Where you're in the, it's uh, like the outside but is the, it's inside, the inside and the yeah. inside's the outside. Yeah. Um, it's funny because which basically was um, Karma and Bamboo. Yes. Seaside. And now they're demolished. Right. Um, it's funny because we started, you know. When we started doing this podcast, I we... I thought your TV was all fucked up. No. Graphics. No. I was like, Ooh, dude. We're, we're watching the riveting game of the Jets and Colts oh, on... Oh, and, uh, and the Mike White. If I hear Mike, Mike White, White one more fucking time this see, week... See, even if I hear Danny Dimes... All right, he had one game. It's not like he's throwing 400 yards oh, a game. No. <clears throat> he I can't stand that once. fucking name. I can't stand that. I don't know too many other people who call him that other than when they're... Now they're, they're saying Danny Dimes to be, like, funny and facetious. Yeah. So, well, we are here today with a couple things. We always liked a fantasy book. We used to call it FB 101, Fantasy Booking 101. So what are we going to be fantasy booking about today? Well, we have Survivor Series at the end of the month. And it's always cool. You know, we always talk about WWE and NXT have their... Thanksgiving trend. uh, A tradition. tradition. Yeah. Yeah. NXT invaded Survivor Series one year, and then obviously that was so good that the WWE decided to never do it again. Um, <laughs> so in typical WWE fashion, they washed that away real quick because basically a late plane held up in Saudi Arabia caused that Survivor Series to happen. So fast forward to a couple years later where we have a rival um, company in AEW. So what are we going to do? We're going to fantasy book AEW versus WWE in Survivor Series style. 
but before we do that, there's a couple things that probably, we want to talk about. I should probably take off my un, uh, my biased WWE hat. Then. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I still watch both, but you're very biased towards WWE. Yeah, you have been. But you're, I you're do. a homer for WWE. <clears throat> of course, I mean that. You drink the Kool Aid. Uh, you you are a homer. I do. Yep. You do. Um, if I asked you what you like about Dynamite, you would say, I didn't watch it. Last week's I did not. This week? The week before I did. Okay. Yeah. There so wasn't I that have much. been watching because, yeah. to be honest, there's nothing on on Wednesdays. I know. So nothing. We're gonna kick it off with a little AEW talk, and it's funny because last week we talked about John Moxley about how his character is being, you know, more polarizing and <laughs> right. and all this stuff, and now, now, now he's like, a heel ooh. turn. So now, unfortunately. Um, in his personal life, he, he, he Tony Khan announced this that yeah. he the ultimate heel move. He went to rehab. He did, yeah. Um, I mean, if ever anybody listened to this podcast, you probably know this already. It's we're kind of late on the news, but um, on Monday, I think, or Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tony, Monday yeah, or Tuesday, yeah. Tony Khan announced late that too. with the permission of John Moxley that John Moxley has entered rehab for alcohol consumption. That's um, crazy. You know, I'm not going to sit here and debate why he did it. Um, everybody has problems in their lives, and if he's gonna... good for him, yeah, for good for him, absolutely good for him. If you have a problem, fix it, fix it, and that's what he's doing. So I'm, I'm not going to give a shit about what everybody has to say yeah. because they're not you. If anybody has a problem with John Moxley going to rehab, then you really have no soul. Right, you I'm should sorry. go take a long walk off a very a short pier. Yeah, um, if you have a problem with somebody fixing their life mentally, physically, emotionally, and, and I mean, look what happened to him. He he joined AEW in the beginning, right? I mean, he was like the biggest name to come in the beginning, besides Chris Jericho, right? From another I mean, there company. has to be there has to be more here. I mean, you know, mental health. I, I, you know, I'm on wrestling Twitter a lot, and I follow a lot of independent people, people in AEW, WWE, and, and ROE, and all those places. And I see that mental health is a very big thing amongst the wrestlers. Um, and more so in life today anyway. Yeah. Because now it's... you got to be strong mentally, especially... I mean, do. I, I don't know... Especially not- doing what they're doing for as long yeah. as they're doing consecutively, you know, with the lack of days off or, or whatever, you know, and from only making so much or you could be making a lot, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, <clears throat> that shit doesn't discriminate. No. So... I mean, I'm not a professional wrestler. I work in a kitchen all day, and so does Alex. So, I mean... We're it, professional. I, I, professional cooks. But if the wrestling business is as grueling as what Jeff would say or, you know, other wrestlers that we have in this podcast... Shout out just, to and, and Jeff Noyes because yeah. he's making a... He's, I've seen that thing. That he's he entering the Mount Olympus Battle Royal. For Titan? Yeah, on November 20th. Um, I mean, when we've interviewed Tito Santana, Darren Young, Anthony Bennett... Uh, Terrence and Terrell Hughes, Pitbull, Gary Wolf, you can tell in their voice that, you know, the trials and tribulations of professional wrestling took a toll on yeah. some people's lives. So, I mean, if John Mox is going through a rough time and think about it, he's a his his daughter is less than six months old. Um, you know, Renee Young or Renee Paquette, she left WWE to pursue her own podcast and you it's know doing she, very well in other very ventures, well. like got a lot of stuff going on, so yeah, shout out and, to her. And if he's doing this for his family, then you got to be behind him 100%. And, you know, you really got to take into credit the appreciation that it takes for someone to, to take that step. I mean, I don't know. It's none of my business nor any other wrestling fan how serious his problem is. But yeah. if it's serious enough for him to get help, then that's what he should do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because so. you try to think of, like, you know, he's 
you know, leave one place where you weren't happy, start this other thing and make it Plus, a he, had a gr- he had a great run in Japan, too. Remember that? He yep. was in Japan for a little bit, too. And he goes to AEW, and like we said back before. back and forth, breaking that, uh, yeah. that forbidden door, as yep. they say. And he's got a lot of positives, so... All this negative really had to come from outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. And he just released this book where oh, he, you know, he, I, oh, he man, goes did, in I on Triple it, H, uh, Vince McMahon. He talks about a lot of I different things. A lot of negative stuff that he's getting off his chest. So maybe it's a mixture of the book and the reaction and his family life and the yeah, road and sure. AEW. And he's in a spot in AEW where he's kind of turning characters slowly and he's trying to get that message across. The stuff he and... said about WWE, he's never going back. No. That's it. No way. Went I mean, there made his piece and, and he's yeah he's not going back to wwe no. i mean i don't think he would ever i mean i mean that's tough to say because look at bret hart what do they say never say never yeah but, I bret mean, hart went back hulk hogan went back rick flair went back so i mean but bret, again all bret these hart names cut from another cloth yeah though, all these names that we just said crazy. but i mean like you know all those guys those three legends that we talked about went back to wwe later on in their career john moxie's still in the midst of his career Right. So I mean, where he is comfortable, he's comfortable in AEW. He gets to do what he wants. He gets to basically say what he wants. He doesn't have any scripts. He does his own promo, something that he, did, that he didn't do in WWE. Yeah. And he goes off on that in the book, and he should go off on that in the book because technically, he's not WWE proper anymore. Yeah. He's he's using his own name. He's using everything that's it, it's him. It's it's him. So. Um, you know, I hope you have a speedy recovery. John Moxley, if you're listening, thank you. That'd be great if you are. Um, you got a lot of time now. <laughs> you got a lot of time. Um, Go back to our catalog. Yeah. But uh, good luck and hope everything's okay. But, I mean, that's the first part of the news that a lot of people do know about. But if you're reading up now on Twitter, Alex doesn't know. No, I don't. But NXT, as of 6.30 tonight oh, that's on why, Thursday. Oh, that's why I don't know. Because I was NXT like, has yeah. released four wrestlers. One of them, this is break, this one is of them, a former here. champion. So we'll get the ones out of the way. Okay, so WWE has <laughs> WWE. That's a shout out to Tito Santana from our last, from our um, where we interviewed him. WWE. Um, Oni Lorkin has been released. That was coming forever, though. Yeah, it was coming forever. Uh, Oni Lorkin, he had a great run, uh, a tag team. Danny Birch, Danny Birch, and then he was with teamed up with Pete Dunne for a while, mm-hmm. which was great. And then Danny Birch got hurt. I think that killed him. So you know, and then he, and then I remember he uh, he got squashed by this new guy. I forgot his name. The dude with the tattoos who was singing Shawn Michaels the other night. Oh, uh, his real name's like Daniel Vidot, but v- Vidot, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yep. So he's the first one. The second one is Scarlet. Has been released by WWE. Whoa. Now, this is interesting because Scarlett got lost when Karrion Cross got called up. Even though everybody wants Scarlett to be with Karrion Cross except Vince McMahon. Well, now, you're right, which normally she falls there. I mean, she has the look of, like, Sable. So that's she does. That he look, yeah, you know, she so. has. she's a beautiful blonde woman. And now they're going to have to change the song because I believe her voice is in the song. Yes, it is. Uh, she was a great valet. She did a lot of his promo work, whether it be not saying anything, like bringing out the hourglass with Keith Lee. I had or... no issues with her. Neither did Everything I. Everything that she did was for a purpose. She did it well mm-hmm. and helped get his character over. She Absolutely. And moved storylines forward. I can't say anything bad about what she did besides she not She did wrestle. her job. That's and it. she did have a couple and, dark matches. I was about to say that. 
You know what I mean? I'm reading your mind today. I like this. Um, she had a couple dark matches on SmackDown, so I mean, maybe that was why she got released. I don't know, but well, well it seems to be that if you have dark matches on SmackDown, you're going to get released. Um, yeah, you know, that doesn't seem like a That's good thing it like is. it used to be. Bronson Reed, thank got you, released yeah. a lot of. If you, if you don't do one well dark match, then you might as well just pack up your bags and get out of town. Because that's what that's what Vince's Vince cut these. Uh, there's four people total, so we got Lorcan and Scarlett out of the way. The next one is kind of surprising because this female they put a lot of emphasis on her debut, and her husband is in WWE. Frankie Monet has been released by the WWE today. Damn, she just got there. Damn. She literally just got there Whoa. a couple months ago. Wow. And she didn't do much besides dominating her debut against the independent or against a lower level women's wrestler. And she had her match canceled in the first NXT against the champion Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And she had a couple matches and she had a couple interactions with Robert Stone, but they pulled the plug quick on her. And remember, John Morrison kind of brought her into WWE. Mm-hmm. And normally the, the the golden rule is, I mean, we saw this with Rusev and Lana, how Rusev got released first and Lana did months later. But I guess they didn't see anything in Frankie Monet with her demeanor, with her attitude, with the with the future of what you, NXT you is. You couldn't tell me you couldn't move her up to Raw. Yeah, like she that, could have been on Raw. Of course, it would have worked. So, so there's Dana Brooke on Raw, but Frankie Monet is not on Raw. Don't. Don't right? get me started. Yes. I'm not. See, that's why. That's where I'm. Like, that's where I draw the line. What? Yeah. Yeah. D- uh, Frankie How Mo- are you still employed? And listen, Frankie Monet I don't is call a taller for anybody's job. Book. Let me let me start by that. But like yeah. Frankie Monet can wrestle circles around her. Absolutely. Um, I love her character. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Ty Valkyrie. I did watch her in Impact because mm-hmm. I, I dabbled in, on rabbit yeah. hair television. You here. did. Yeah. We all got the signal. We all got the static. So I know who she was. Yeah. I liked her character. Um. I, okay. Right, that okay. was surprising, but this is the most surprising one. Oh, jeez. We're not even done. The fourth wrestler released by WWE today and final wrestler is Ember Moon. Got released today. Hmm. Former NXT Women's Champion mm-hmm. who really didn't get her chance. I don't think up. they knew what to do with her. They didn't. She had a um, she had a shot and to you win see the title. They got rid of older people. Yeah, she got a chance at not that, SummerSlam. Not that she's old. And, and, no, no. And, you know, I'm using that term loosely there. She had a horrible debut where Nia Jax introduced her as a tag team partner. I think it was after WrestleMania when she dropped the belt to Shayna Baszler in NXT. She had a horrible debut where the where the worst wrestler in the world announced that she was there. <laughs> what a shitty debut. And then she gets one championship match against Bailey at SummerSlam, and Bailey goes over on her. But she was hurt a little bit, and she really never found her spot. She did get hurt because she was out for like yeah. seven, eight months. And then she had a return with NXT. Like they had a whole vignette behind her, and who's driving this motorcycle? And it's like this whole, you know, like yep. Mad Max thing. And then she was doing really well with Shotzi. And then uh-huh. they called Shotzi up. And then, well, she was a tag team champion. Yeah. Women's then, tag team champion. And then that was it. That was it. Because after that, she had nothing to do. She had, she did have a couple singles matches. She did. But, I mean, again, the, what NXT 2.0 was trying to do is they're trying to elevate this young talent, more the young feel. And Ember Moon, I'm not calling her old, but she's been around NXT for a long time to where I'm not surprised that she has been released. You know, if that name so was if that name was like Dakota Kai, who's been there for even longer. 
Yeah. Right? That would have been like the shocker. Think think Not about the longest tenured woman or woman in NXT Dakota Kai. is Dakota Kai. Because I remember her first match. Yeah. Dakota Kai with a couple and knee the, surgeries. And, and Dakota Kai was on NXT when um, Kaz and Enzo were on yeah. NXT. So, I mean, like, that's like, how long ago it was. Dakota Kai has been there for a while. And, and look what she's doing now. She's going to start a feud with uh, Raquel Gonzalez where we're going to see some legs behind this and some traction. Yeah, because I think she's going to go over because she Raquel, has to go Raquel over. just did a dark match. She did. So, will Raquel Gonzalez get called up? Maybe. Will she get buried by Dakota Kai? Probably not, but I could see Dakota going over and Raquel and Raquel getting called up. So, Dakota will get her shine a little bit. Raquel will probably end up in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It's a good idea. I mean, I don't think that she's going to get the treatment like Rhea and Bianca did. No. You know what I mean? mean, Remember, Dakota Kai. They put her as, like, the next China, which you you get those vibes. You get the vibes. I and I'm mean, not mad at it. She's 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 a beautiful woman. She's very she, strong. She's, she's jacked. She's ripped out of her mind. Um, she has the look. She has the in ring ability. She's she is Latina, which yes. they need that market. Do they have a Latin woman? Woman? I mean, technically, you have Zelina Vega. Zelina, um, Bailey, but they don't kind of promote that. Yeah. Um, Bailey, I, I. I off the top of my head, those are the first two that come to mind. Yeah, but, but they don't they don't have a big woman like Raquel. I mean, yeah, they have Nia Jax who's bigger in size. But I mean, like when you really look at the yeah. size of Raquel, she's tall, she's jacked, she's she stands out. Agile, she stands out. Like if you line up all the women in WWE together, a little bit more grooming, she can go up against yeah. Charlotte, and it's totally. I was going to say Charlotte has the height, but I mean next to Raquel, it's Charlotte like underneath and height wise. But when you put them all in the lineup, she stands out because of yeah. her size, her and because of her look. A three way between her, Rhea, and um, Raquel. Charlotte, I would love to Rhea see. I mean, Rhea and Raquel had phenomenal matches in NXT enough to the point where it got Rhea called up and it got Raquel the shot to be NXT Women's Champion by beating um, Io Shirai who Io Shirai went over on Flair and Ripley (laughs) in the same match at In Your House main event you know what I mean so if it's it's Raquel's time to shine then let her shine but it's also going to be Dakota Kai's time to shine so NXT 2.0 just lost two women, but we're getting younger, and then like, they are getting you know, younger. Uh, Frankie Monet was was kind of up there in age. Yeah, Ember she's, Moon was she's up there. Forty. Yeah, I mean, um, I think they got everything out of Ember Moon that they could. Yeah, I mean, it unfortunately, is what it is. I mean, it's unfortunate. Again, you don't want to see anybody lose their job, but no, I mean, no, no, the today. only one that I don't Whatever. agree with is Scarlet because I think that she could have been used up with carrying cross. She would draw money. She would fans to the product. I mean, you know, it's always nice having. When you know, when you think of Karrion Cross's run in NXT, you think of Scarlett. It's one and two. It's one and two. Mm -hmm. When you think of Karrion Cross's run right now in WWE, is like it's nothing because he's not doing anything. That killer entrance that he had, and here she comes. They zoom in on him Mm -hmm. and pull away, and here she comes through his legs. That's awesome. Like, come on. That's the best entrance in a very long time. And now the entrance that we're seeing in, in WWE with him is he's Now like he's going to be like Hitman. Yeah. He's going to be like Hitman now. He's grown his hair out now. You haven't seen him in a couple weeks. He's, I mean, I'm not mad because the look's actually pretty dope. Yeah, he, he looks he, he like, you know, but it, you it's like when Cesaro the rocked the Thank suit. You. Remember Cesaro yeah. had the suit? The tearaway suit. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I hope Karrion Cross gets to do something important soon with his new with his new gimmick. 
and his new look because it is coming. So, I mean, yeah. he's been teasing it on social media and in WWE fashion, they'll probably put it at 1035 on a Monday night where it's a squash match before squash the match before a main event, which would be three commercials and 10 minutes of intros. Um, I didn't watch Raw this week. I just saw the highlights of it, to be honest with you. Um, so um, SmackDown, I did watch. And it's really funny how one person not being on the show, i.e. Roman Reigns, can really determine how bad or how good a show can be. SmackDown. That was, also shows that SmackDown how dependent was re- they are on him and how fucking good he is. SmackDown was really bad. Um, in my opinion, because it hasn't been good since they like premiered, and I'm using that term. Yeah, basically. it was really bad without Roman on there, not even being on TV at all. Yeah, the main event was Usos versus the New Day, like it was 2017 again, and of course the New Day goes over with King Woods and all the stuff. So now, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna have the New Day against the Usos. I'm gonna again. buy that King Woods figure. That was a figure. It, there's got to be. Come on, it's, it's gonna King come of the Ring. Soon. Like you yeah. got to make merch out of that shit. Yeah, you're definitely gonna have a King Woods Elite like '93 series or whatever coming out soon, probably. Yeah. But the way, but the way that WWE releases figures, it won't be out till like a year from now because they just released a Bronson Reed Elite, and guess what? He's been released for like four months. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, we wanted to start off the show with the. With that kind of breaking news, because if you haven't heard or if you're listening to this episode tonight, wherever you get your podcasts, um, you know, you're welcome. I guess. <laughs> There's no other way to put There's it. There's no other way to put it. But why are so we here subtle. today? So Survivor Series, right? It changed so much since the beginning. Where now it was I can always... actually use my phone. Cause yeah. I was like, trying not to go because I really wanted to hear this. I got that live. I, I miss, didn't know any of that. I miss the five on five Survivor Series or four on four so much. And then the match for survival at the end, you know, they went away with that years ago. And, you know, it's it was always the Thanksgiving tradition. And they kind of put a damper on it where they started doing random matches. And and then it just got out of hand. And then they brought NXT in. And then they do, like, one Raw for SmackDown match. So, you know, whatever it is. But if you like Survivor Series, in my opinion, the best Survivor Series of the first, like, 10 years. Where you got to have just a mixture of teams with these cool-ass names and... You know, and just go at it. You, you got your favorite faces against your favorite heels. You got grudges that leads into other pay-per-views. But remember, back in the day, there was only four core pay-per-views. So, I mean, Survivor Series is always the most fun to watch back in the day next to WrestleMania because you saw so many matches involved in one match. Yeah. You know what I mean? The infamous um, debut of The Undertaker in 1990. Um, that was a huge Survivor Series. The Rock. Um Again, the Undertaker's retirement ceremony, which was really stupid a couple uh, last year. At right, COVID. Kane is the only one in costume. Yes, that was a rib on him, by the way. Oh. That was a joke on him. So what are we going to do today for you, ladies and gentlemen? We have AEW in one corner and we have WWE in one corner. So we're going to book a Survivor Series pay-per-view based off that fantasy booking, something that we always wanted to do, which we've done before here on the podcast, but not really into this like in-depth of a discussion yeah, so this deep so we're gonna kick it off with i mean we gotta kick it off with omega versus reigns you have your two top dogs in your company i'm just gonna ask you flat out who do you put over in that match oh this is tough i'll throw i'll kick it back to you because i want to hear your answer you want to kick it back to me yeah i uh, defer to you to the second you half. defer to me the run that kenny omega has been on right 
where he's been like five championship belts it's, and everything. It's not all that glorious. It's not really that ahead. glorious. A lot of some interaction with the outside with the help. You knew of he could do friends. this. You know he can do this. He's he got that caliber, but I don't think they've done it to the best of their ability. No. It made him look big. Yeah. I mean, I don't... The thing with AEW compared to WWE while portraying the two top champions is that they make Omega look weak a little bit on Dynamite. They do. And they did at first, you know. So this whole championship run of his mm -hmm. was a long time coming. It Same was. thing can be said about at uh, Hangman Page. Yeah. Because remember, I mean, th this story that they're telling is it's great because burn. it yeah. is. They both were tag team champions. Then Omega, you know, kind of left him and um, went on this run that he's on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He went on this run, changed his gimmick up, Which got hooked his, up with Don Collis. All these belts aren't as impressive because it's been buried by the fact that you have all this new talent coming in and everybody keeps stealing the spotlight away from your champion. Mm -hmm. You can't have that. You we can. see it all the time in WWE. So why wouldn't they fix it? No. He gets all these belts. He's literally covered in gold. And, all right, we're debuting this guy. Oh, this guy's here. And this guy. And the spotlight's not on him anymore. And then he's got the young cucks over there <laughs> with their ta their booby tassels the on, young on their fucking feet. And whatever, taking all that spotlight. And I'm done with the, the, the stupid, like, kissing thing. That's, like, so silly. Well, before we talk about... Are you gonna say uh, Corn Jim Cornette? I read that. Did you read that about Jim Cornette? No, what, Jim Cornette what did he say about that? Uh, he was just like they should, because Adam Cole said something, and he was like, "Really? He needs to focus on you know whatever because instead of doing all of this like you know kissing his buddies thing and, and whatever like you know I get that's yeah. just their well, stick. I get this it. This is funny like, that I'm gonna talk about this now because as as I was pillaging through the dirt sheets this morning, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as I always do. Pillaging. On uh on my Thursday you're, mornings, you're pillaging through the dirt sheets like it's a great record album at like vintage vinyl, and <laughs> yeah. you just want to go through it. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna find or, it. Oh, or it's or there. rest in peace to the record store in Howell. The record store. Um, there's talks, which is not I don't know if it's true, but there's talks with Kyle O'Reilly's contract coming in up December. that uh that they may be de re debuting the undisputed era in AEW. You have you got fish, three quarters of it, and then I seen a meme O'Reilly and Cole, where it's um, it's all right. All three of them are gone now. O'Reilly's gone, and all you have is uh, Roderick Strong and Diamond Mine, yeah, as a cruiserweight champion, yeah. where he can be so much better than that. It's a whole new era. That's why. So I think that Tony Khan would want to bring in O'Reilly just to dig at McMahon with that because that well, that's his thing. When the undisputed era broke up, they were. They were like peak entertainment. You know what I mean? That's why you watched NXT. Yeah, you watched NXT hopes for that. that. We, we were fantasy booking a long time. Oh, man, if Undisputed Era comes up. called up. Yeah. So if that happened, which the way that it would happen would be Cole turning on the Elite and Fish and O'Reilly joining Cole in AEW with another stable, with another name of a stable. I'm not mad. I, would I, I wouldn't be mad at it, but the storyline would have to be it's got to be good. We started something, and now we're here to finish it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I could just see that happening. Um, right. Because but, he was just a part of Bullet Club. I don't believe he started all that. I'm talking about Cole. Oh, okay. You know, because there's been so many incarnations of it as mm -hmm. leaders. You know, you know, the new leader always beats the shit out of the old one because the other one goes somewhere, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, the hell? 
So <laughs> we're watching. Uh, we're watching the Colts and Jets game. Colts and the Jets. on simulcast. You can't hear it though, yeah. but I don't know if you would want to. Um. So so back to Omega and and Reigns. Now the way that Omega has been portrayed in Dynamite, where he's like been getting beat up by his challengers and. Yeah, especially with the whole Christian Cage, the way he dropped the belt on the first rampage, you mean look, look, so look a little weak. I mean, yeah, it was with a chair, but like you don't see that with Roman. No, I mean, I some you did see that a little bit when the Demon announced that he was the Demon before the match Him, at Extreme Rules. Uh, the match against Kevin Owens, like mm-hmm. there has been some moments of like Roman gets a, sh- a ship mm-hmm. kicked out of him, but in the end, he still prevails. But at the same time, he's been using the help of his cousins a lot. He has, and recently he, you know, he has, and then he hasn't. He, mm-hmm. He's in and out of that. Yeah. How do you see this match going? Because if you look at Omega's ring style compared to Reigns, it's pretty different. It's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. Reigns is the bruiser. You don't see it's Reigns typical, ever going so, off the top so you rope. In, you don't see indie, Reigns ever kicking anybody. You, know, you have indie, straight indie wrestling at its finest. Yes. And WWE product where it's more about the pageantry and the, and the mm-hmm. presentation, the 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 long introduction, the slow yeah. walk to the ring, right? The uh, the pomp and circumstance. I mean, Omega, <laughs> Omega has a long intro, and you know, Justin Roberts drags that out, which he yeah. should because he is the champion, yeah. right? He is the he's the, he, he's yeah. the fucking champion, Correct. but so is Roman he gets Reigns. The title. Yeah, that's right. If I had a gun to my head. And I had to pick who you, would who would win this match. You can pick it. Both of these guys can win in different ways, depending on how you. How wonky do you want to get? Do you? Well, see I don't want to go deep. We have a lot to talk about. I don't want to go deep in that rabbit hole. Anything with an interference? Well, he's got the Usos on one side, and then you got the rest of the thousand members of the Bullet Club. <laughs> so I elite, think if you yeah. have the numbers, then of course the Bullet Club wins. Yeah. That one, but... Can Roman afford? Although a loss there's a shitload of Samoans, so I don't know. I'm scared. Help me. I'm scared. I would say that Roman would win because I think the character buildup of Roman has been a lot better than Omega. And I think since Omega already lost on national television a couple times and a couple tag teams and he can afford a loss in my opinion. I'm not mad at that. I'm not and mad at that. Especially the way you answered that question, because I, I think I would say the exact same thing. Yeah. In that circumstance. Yes. Omega would win on if this is just, you know. Straight up wrestling. Mm-hmm. Straight up wrestling. Omega can out wrestle Roman all day. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? I mean, Omega is very talented in the ring. Again, Reigns is built by the WWE. This is how you work a you match. You have two people from two different companies. Whatever. If if that match if that match happens at like all in, yeah, who wins? If that match happens at WrestleMania, who wins? Oh, I mean, well, you go one and then the other. It guess, depends right? on how much heat you want to get too. But I mean. <laughs> it, it's funny because when we dissect all these matches, ladies and gentlemen out there listening on the radio waves. I guess it's kind of like a half. Every half thing, but... WWE and AEW is totally different as far as ring style. A lot of AEW wrestlers. The product is two different things. You two can different get two different, different shows. There is n- There are not many non-WWE or ex-WWE guys in AEW that wrestle like they're in WWE. Right? Like the Lucha Brothers don't wrestle like they're in WWE. Um you know, Lance Archer is different because of his size. I'm just picked a random name. Darby Allen doesn't wrestle like a Jungle Boy. You know, it's more in the words of Jeff, flippy dippy stuff with those guys. So, I mean, 
Gun to my head, I'm going to go with Roman just because I think his character buildup has been 10 times better. And again, the guy is untouchable. I don't care what anyone says. I Listen, I, I love Any the promotion. WWE. Uh, I love AEW. I love wrestling. But I mean... I love wrestling too. It's... <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> I love but I like, love it's, it's... For any fan out there who doesn't appreciate what Roman is doing, and you got to really appreciate what Kenny Omega is doing too, is you don't know what you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. You really don't. So, I mean, for me, it's Roman. For you? Roman. Yeah. Roman wins that. So, you know. No bias there, No bias. But that, no bias answer. You got you to gotta call it down the line right So there. now, when we talk about the women of, of AEW, we're going we're gonna to say Oof. Britt Baker. Right. Now, now we, we got to pick gotta... between Becky and Charlotte to go against Britt Baker. It's like a tournament. Right? It is. So Britt Baker is a very talented woman. I think that she has everything that I'll, I'll, you want in a women's wrestler I'll to be first. the champion. I'll go first. I'll cut you off right there. <clears throat> Here you go. Here's two scenarios. Britt Baker wins if she's against Becky. She loses against Charlotte. Done. Really? Yep. Why do you think that? Two different styles. One, she she fares better off with Becky. She would fare with Becky better than Charlotte. Correct. And she would Charlotte lose. would try to overpower her because Charlotte has – that power she has a power right so that's why i'm saying depending on who it is who you pick she wins one and she loses one. becky's ring style is very similar to to uh brit baker and i think she's just a notch both submission wrestlers well yeah i mean becky has the manhandle slam uh which i'm glad she doesn't have some uh you know she has a actual finisher not just a submission now but yeah the disarm her yeah who creates these names like you think they just like have a spinning wheel and in Stamford, they they take a dart and they throw it at the wheel. We're gonna call it the disarmer. You yeah, know what I mean? Probably, yeah, they do. I say that with a straight face. Yeah, <laughs> I you said it as Google a joke. It. Yeah, you just Google just it. Just use uh, the Google finisher machine. generator. Yeah, it's like rap name generator. It's like <laughs> was like the street you grew up on and like your you know. No, that's like your porn name. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker. I would. I see. I would like to see Britt Baker go against Becky more than Charlotte because, like you said. Britt Baker, they I match think up better, they match up better, more evenly. But uh-huh. I think uh, the doctor will see you now. I think I think that she would go over on Lynch. I really do. Yeah. I think that, it, and I'm not even just talking about, you know, the different waves that they're on, because, like, you know, I don't, I don't agree with what they're doing with Becky, because Bubba Ray said it on Boston Open. I'm gonna use his quote. Becky Lynch came back, and she's the most over wrestler in WWE, woman-wise. Yeah. Why do you make her a heel? Because of who she went up against. She, exactly. If it was she against, against anybody Bianca. else, they wouldn't have had to do it. She went against the best story that was told in women's wrestling. Against in a, the, in bigger fa- the biggest face that they're trying to build in that time period that Becky was gone in this COVID kind of era as yeah. we're coming out of it. Becky left at the start of all this, and she's coming back towards the tail end of it. Mm-hmm. Bianca was there, not for the whole thing, but well, like Bianca went through three quarters. No of it. fans. She went through yep. the television screens of the people's faces. She went through right. silence in the arena. She yep. went through WrestleMania where it was cardboard cutout person, cardboard cutout person. <laughs> yeah. So she went through all that. Becky walks into Legion Stadium, sixty-five thousand people, wins the belt in thirty-six seconds. Twenty-six. Whatever. Sorry, it was 10 seconds too much. Which, well, I mean, it should have been 36 minutes, you know what I mean? Right. But um, but 
with what Britt Baker is doing is she had a great story when she was in the Lights Out match with Thunder Rosa. She got so much publicity of that match, even though she lost that match. But the merch that she sold after and getting her message across. Wow. Huge breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. You want to announce this? Because this is new to me. Well, hold on, hold on, because I, I want to double down. But keep going on your point. I'll, I'll, we'll... I can. Oh. Once I saw that name, and I'm talking about the fourth name on that list. Oh, your girl. My girl. Oh, here we go. Oh, Jesus, here we go. It says, more releases in parentheses. Updating. Eva Marie, gone again. Nia Jax, for good this time. Thank God. Karrion Cross. Shut up. Keith Lee. Are you they, they got rid of Karrion Cross? Oh, they got rid of that girl B-Fab from uh, Hit Row. No way. Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, uh, Jesse Kamea, um, Mia Yim. Oh, wow. You yeah. said Keith Lee, right? Keith Lee. Oh, my God. Wow. We'll see you on AEW in a couple of months. All right. This is new to us, ladies and gentlemen. So let's just grasp this. All right. Let's just take it by. We're all finding this out at the same time. If you're listening right away, wherever you get your podcast. Karrion Cross is gone. Scarlet's gone. Ironic? Not so much. Keith Lee is gone. Mia Yim is gone. Lucha House Party is gone. I can really care less about them. Eva Marie, adios. They're doing something now in WWE. Something's going on, man. They're cutting a lot of weight. I gotta go to Twitter. Here we go. Keith Lee. Keith Lee has been a garbage garbage performer since he's been called up oh and harry Harry smith too oh really davy boy's son that sucks he wrestled one dark match on smackdown (laughs) but um no keith lee if if anybody's been following keith lee's trend in wwe it's been see this is funny because all these names have been huge nxt runs and then nothing right yep so what's the point of even calling people up now there's no safety anywhere. That That's the shitty part. A couple of years ago, you knew you were safe. Now it's like, woo. Which name in that list surprises you the most? You, you know, if I said Keith Lee, I'd be I'd be lying to you because... He was I'm, doing I'm nothing. Gonna, well, I, I know. That's why I thought I'd be lying to you. Uh, to be honest, uh, Nia Jax was a pretty big one. Oh, come on. I'll make believe I never fucking said that. After all the shit that we talk about in our podcast... Because... More so for she the, sucks, man. More, no, 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 no. More so for the fact that I didn't think they'd ever pull the trigger on it. That's what I'm. I mean, they should have. They should have pulled. They should have loaded the gun the second she got into the <laughs> WWE. What are you fucking kidding me? Um, Come on. I guess Karrion Cross. It's probably the only one that that seems. It's like oh, oh my whoa. god, AEW is licking their chops now. Who out on the? But you can't just keep going to that like. That's the one thing. Okay, people are getting released, whatever. And we always say, oh, they're going to AEW. See, Eventually, that's the thing. there's going to be talk too about many that. people. And guess what? They're going to get released, too. We always talk about that. Like, oh, you know, he's going to AEW. There can only be so many people. There can only be one Highlander. Right. So he can only go so far. So this one guy on the 434, his first thing he wrote on the comment, Keith Lee to Impact Wrestling. This is the best place for him in this moment. He can be an important champion in this federation. The I'm rabbit, not, the rabbit ears are strong in that place, man. I, I mean, I'm that. actually not mad at that. I mean, him against Moose is pretty good. 
Braun Strowman was there was rumors of him going, but that didn't get to happen. You Same know what thing I mean? With uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I mean at least Mia, uh, at least Mia, and Keith got released together. You know what I mean? So more WWE releases. Grandmother League, Golden Links. No idea who that is. <laughs> cool. B Fab. So you basically just took the woman out of Hit Row. Yeah, yeah. That's what. And she was on that. The song like is that. her saying Hit Row in the beginning. Yep, and on did you hear about and on Hit Row, they want to make Top Dollar the singles guy, and they want to make Swerve it and the, Swerve and uh, the Adonis as the tag team. That I don't understand right there, that that right there is the epitome of WWE. That let's right take, there, let's tells take you everything. The, big the big guy and put him in there. Yep, stupid. Yep, this is crazy. What is, what is going on? I hate release days. This is really like budget. There's just budget cuts. Scarlet, like we said, even Marie buy selling care. the company, selling the company. Yeah, sell, 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 sell. Like uh, Kramer on Mad Money. Um, okay, we're sorry everybody that tuned into this fantasy booking, but um, somebody said they have released more than seventy wrestlers to this point this whole year. That's a lot. <laughs> I saw a picture of how many wrestlers that got released and what the AEW is like thirty of them. 30 of them. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I'm not going to sit here and debate who's going to go to AEW because at this point, any of them can, can go to AEW. Um, okay. Back to our fantasy book. And thank you for that little breaking news part. The, okay. Tag <sighs> team right. champions. You have the Lucha Brothers going yeah, against. Somebody's putting up pictures like we had. We could have had this. It's yeah. a picture of Roman versus Keith Lee, and then a, a picture of Brock versus Keith Lee. It's like who didn't want to see this happen? Who didn't want to see this happen? Who would you rather see the Lucha Brothers go against the Usos or against Rated RK Bro? Or yeah, RK Bro. The Usos. Absolutely. Um, I think the Usos. Just, just because you'll get an actual match out of it. I mean, I think again, Lucha Brothers can out wrestle the Usos, but I mean, I think the Usos agility wise and talent wise is up there with the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. I th I think that um you know with uh rated RK Bro you have two main eventers who are you do. together as a tag team that don't really matter. Riddle will eventually They served their purpose on television. They did. We know that there there's a breakup coming whatever and they're actually really close. Um he was just on a podcast I listened to uh and I want to meet Matt Riddle so bad. <laughs> he seems so cool. The ultimate bro. Yeah, that's what he is. I mean, I really He really he really is that guy. Like, there's no dialing it up to 11. He's been at 11 for ages. So. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they put a title belt on Matt Riddle, like, world title belt. Agreed. Just because he is, like, any promo that he does is just hilarious. Any backstage segment he does is funny. You know, even when he messed up with uh, Asuka and he laughed during that and he walked off the set. Yeah. That was just, you know, just stupid funny. <laughs> but... I, I don't want to see the Luchas go against two main event guys. I'd rather see them go against a tag team because they're 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 a legitimate tag team, the Lucha Brothers. And so are the Usos. So, I mean, that would just be one hell of a match. You know, I, I don't want to sit here and pick winners. I'd rather just fantasy book them and then, then let you, the listener, determine in your head who do you want to see compared to who I want to see win. Yeah. So, I mean, I would rather see the Lucha Brothers wrestle against the Usos. I think that's a fair thing to say. Right. Now, this next one is interesting because you have the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, going up against either Damian oh, yeah. Priest How do we do this? or yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. 
I think he loses both of those. I think he does too. <laughs> I don't think. I had to stop. Okay, and think about it. After like, oh. after what I said 15 seconds ago, who I'm not going to pick a winner. Sammy Guevara <laughs> is Sorry, not going to go over in any. You know what? He would go over on Nakamura, but not on Damian Priest. I'm telling you, Damian Priest is like money signs right now for WWE. So money there, signs. there, there you go. So to that point, he'll go over. He won't win against Damian Priest. And wrestling ability wise, if it was just a straight wrestling match, he's losing to Nakamura too. Yes. Either way, no matter how you cut it, he's losing either way. But I get it. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see him against Damian Priest because I mean, you're a big guy, small guy. But remember, Priest is agile too. You know, I mean, I think he is. I mean, Jeff may have different opinions, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's such a huge. Fan. He's a huge fan of him, but no, I mean, I That's think a huge bitch. You know, my thing with Guevara is, is he's trying his hardest to be a singles guy. Yep. But I don't think anybody takes him seriously as a singles guy. I really don't think so. I think, I think that he's like inner circle only. Like I don't think that I think that he was let let's for the lack of a better term, like typecast early when he was in the inner circle. Yeah. And will always be that like little brother kind of deal. That's what you it know is. what I mean? Yeah. Because remember his first he had the first match on Impact. It was him against Cody Rhodes. On Impact? I mean uh, on Dynamite. On Dynamite. It was him against Guevara against Cody Rhodes is the wow. first match. Of course, it was Cody Rhodes, but and then the inner circle was born. And then when you have such a strong presence as Chris Jericho as the leader, and Chris Jericho was on my on my Mount Rushmore, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. It's like he kind of gets lost, and that's and that's been the problem with with, with Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz is a phenomenal tag team. They should be the champions. They should be. I and mean, they're somewhere lost. I think their their time is coming, but they're lost. They, in the it sauce. is coming. Yeah. yeah, I think that they have. It's just been bad. I want to see Santana and Ortiz versus the Usos. Ooh, that gets me hard. That is going to be a good ooh, match, baby. That would be a great match. Ooh, baby. You that's know what a, I mean? That's the stuff. They right bo- in the fucking. They both give right the there. promos, like you know, yep. like you know, I don't want to. Straight. I'll, I'll say it. Straight. Yeah, straight. Just straight fire. You but, know what I mean? Or I was saying street, but that's street. who they are. Yeah. They're just giving their personalities. That's really who all four of those guys are. Absolutely. They're not so, putting on anything. It's just who they are and what they live by. You know? Yeah. That's it. That's just them. That's crazy, man. <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah. So now, so now this is these next two matches are going to be interesting because... When you talk about Survivor Series, you talk about five on five traditional matches, elimination matches. Yep. So we got to pick five men and five women from each company. So representing AEW, right? If I had to pick five people that are not champions, I'm going to pick Brian Danielson, Darby Allen. I'll pick Hangman Adam Page. I will probably go with John Moxley, and I'll take Miro. Five guys who, wow, that's a great team. Wow. You have size, strength, speed, agility, in ring ability. Um, I would just put, I would uh, well, I couldn't get rid of anybody. That's yeah, tough. that's tough. Jesus Christ! I mean, Hangman Adam Page is a very good wrestler. He's the opinion. next champion. He's going to be the next champion. You have Brian I Danielson. Think, and I think he'll have it for a little bit too. Yeah. Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, however you want to call him, he's been just putting work in AEW. Every match that he has has been good. Yeah. 
And Darby Allen is the future. He's over as hell. He's really good. Miro, aka Rusev, has just been fire. He he actually. You I know love what's funny? his. I love his song too. His, his intro song. I thought he was floundering, and then all of a sudden, just made this change and just came into this gimmick, and it's working. Game over. Game over. You know. He was the what for the best friend or whatever for uh-huh. the longest with Kip time. Sabian. Yeah. So like. If you're paying attention out there, I didn't put Chris Jericho in because Chris Jericho has his own reasoning. He has his own spot in AEW. He has his own thing. He doesn't need to be in this kind of match. He doesn't need to showcase his skills because his skills may have been passed by him now. No, he could be on commentary he for could. the match. That'd be I great. didn't put CM Punk in because I, 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 I don't want the sympathy vote for him. I really don't. Um, no, he's showing his age. He's wrestling so old. But, I mean, yeah, he hasn't he, done he's it for a older while. Now, yeah. It's like, all right. Did you want to see – see, this is the thing about CM Punk. I didn't want to see that. What do you think of his run in AEW so far? Uh, it's okay. I, th- I think it's minuscule, and I th- like you said, I think it's okay. It's doing its purpose. His purpose is to wrestle talent. His purpose is not to be the champion. Exactly. His purpose is to have people get scream CM Punk yep. to buy T-shirts. You get eyes on the product just by his name alone, Yeah, which also gets the other person that he's wrestling over. He's serving his purpose. He's doing his job. That's he do, it. He's, <laughs> he's doing his job. He's doing his job. I do my job. I do my job. Touchdown, That's Naheem okay. Hines. What a backflip. I'm playing Jay's dad in fantasy who has Michael Pittman and Carson Wentz. Oh, so geez. I'm hoping for no passing touchdowns today. So if the Colts want to win 87-0, to let it be 87 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Um. So... I said, who did I say? Brian Danielson. I said, Hangman Adam Page, Miro, um, Darby Allen, and who was the other one? I forgot. I forgot who I said. Silence. I have no idea who I said. Repeat it. I said, Daniel oh, Bryan, uh-huh. Hangman Adam Page, Darby Allen, Miro. See, this is funny because here at Sunset for the Burger, we don't use scripts. Right. And I don't have any notes. I just thought of five names at the top of my head. Yeah, the fifth guy. Um, I don't have a fifth guy. Oh, John Moxley. John Moxley. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those five guys, I think, would represent AEW well. Out of those five guys, do you, do you disagree with anybody? Or like, like, what would your five be? It would be hard to find another person to fill in a spot like that. <sighs> I Lance could, Archer, maybe. Nah, I can. I, I you know put, what? I wouldn't put Orange Cassidy in there. I wouldn't. Just get, for just to be on the microphone, I can swap out Moxley for MJF. Mm. That's the only only. I think that's the only move I can make. That's it. Okay. It's the only person who makes logical sense. You like MJF? He's one of the four pillars of AEW. I know. I love it. You see the shirt? Yeah. It's a <laughs> oh god. It's a horrible shirt in my opinion. Yeah. What they should have done is, like, you ever see the uh, cartoon Hercules? Yes. Uh, where it's, like, they're holding up the pillars, uh-huh. and, like, it gets smaller and smaller because the other one can't hold it up, and MJF should have been the one holding it up the highest. Mm-hmm. I would have done that. I don't but. think he's good. Uh, his microphone work is what carries him. All his insults are just making fun of the fans. He he's that he does what he has to do, but I mean his in ring talent. It's all old. It's old school heat. It's old school heat. Yeah. He's he's. It's like NWA eighty four, live from the Charlotte Greensboro Coliseum heat. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. 
You can tell what he likes. Yeah. You know? And it comes out in his work. See, it's now I'm going to say this. To pick five guys from WWE the, to go against those five and actually put up a good match is hard. I'm going to have to. So these are my five guys. Uh, AJ I'm putting, Styles has got to be in there. I'm putting AJ in there. I'm putting Bobby Lashley in there just because of how, what he's been doing for a year. Yep. I'm putting Seth Rollins in there Ooh, for baby. the same reason. Um, he goes up. He matches up with Paige so well. He does. I would probably put. I put Kevin Owens. In so there. would I. Uh-huh. Right there's four, and to for someone to so think about it. Lashley would match up with Miro size, right? I think Owens would match up with Moxley. Yep. I think that Danielson would match up with uh, Styles. Styles. Yep. Page would match up with. Rollins. Rollins. And then who would Darby Allen match up with? Finn Balor. There you go. Finn Balor. Not just because I'm looking at him, but like I'm just staring saying a general, hole yeah. in my face. And I'm so, like, oh, I yeah, mean, the duh. story of Finn Balor in WWE has been just up and down, you know. Um, but he, he's a great wrestler, and so is Darby Allen. So those those five, I mean, those teams are pretty dominant teams. It's pretty good. You have five guys from each side, which kind of showcase each other's strengths off. You know what I mean? I'm not going to pick a winner, but that would that would be one hell of a match. That'd be one hell of a match. Unfortunately, out of all these guys, I can see Kevin Owens taking the first pinfall. You know what I mean? Just Ooh. because where Kevin Owens is in his WWE career with hip talks of him going to AEW. Okay. You know, it's funny that we didn't talk about Big E. It's funny that... You know, we, I can't include Big E because he's a champion. You know what I mean? So. I feel bad leaving him out. No, eh, you know. So, well, all right. So, what we did with the women's champion, right? You have the yeah. two. He loses to Omega. No matter how you put it. Who? Big E? Big E. Absolutely. Yeah. He has to. Now, now are we shitting on the WWE title now? Now, say if it was Omega and Drew we're, McIntyre. We're I didn't even put Drew McIntyre in this. We're at the oh yeah, he could have been in the five. Yeah, he matches but up I, with but, Miro. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to watch Drew McIntyre do that. Yeah. Why do we watch wrestling? We watch wrestling to see. You know, why do we fantasy book to see matches that 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 we will never see? I'm good with Drew McIntyre not wrestling any of those five guys that I said. Sure. Because Drew McIntyre wrestles like he's a WWE wrestler. Kevin Owens doesn't. Seth Rollins doesn't. And we and yeah, was, that's where I was going. It's like the five on five that we just put together mm-hmm. match up well. The closest and, one and, is Bobby Lashley. It, yeah, that's true. Yep. But you know, because Bobby didn't have much time in the Indies when he made his debut in WWE. Yeah. Brick Shithouse. Then he went to Impact. Yep. And with them MMA, whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? So now I'm picking. So if what I'm, does that leave us with? Is that it? No, five women's match now. Oh, shit. Eh, eh, okay. Oh, good luck with the AEW. Okay. Movie. Fuck. Never mind. We know who wins this one. Yeah. I mean... You could he, put all five... You could put five NXT women against... Yeah, I mean... If they're I, still, if, they're if, not going to win, like, five to zero, but... You know, if I'm picking win, five women right. from, from WWE to represent the WWE in a five-on-five five match against AEW women... <laughs> well, I guess I'll tell you who it's not. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. I mean, Bianca, Sasha, Alexa Bliss, Rhea Ripley, and who? Um, I'll dive in and say Raquel Gonzalez. 
Those you, five women. You're, can, you're not fucking beaten. You, there's no you're not way. Beat everyone against who? Women, take all five Ruby Soho, Jade Cargill, Chris Statlander, uh, her Hiroko <laughs> Shida. The bunny. Oh, the Shida, the Shida one is pretty good. Shida, oh, we didn't even put Oscar in there. That's because she hasn't been around. Oh, that's true. It doesn't matter. See the crop of WWE women. Oh, and, or Io Shirai. Like fuck. And Io Shirai, Keep like, them coming, dude. AEW, AEW women. Although it's getting better. It's getting Agreed. better. May, it may get better with the additions of maybe Ember Moon, maybe Nia Jax, maybe B-Fab. It doesn't really matter. But <laughs> Maybe Charlotte. Maybe Charlotte. <laughs> For, go back to yeah. our, our last episode. And our last episode. It, they just can't touch the five women that we just talked about in WWE. They really can't. I yeah. mean, Bianca's a whole nother level. Sasha's a whole nother level. Rhea's a whole nother level. I mean, even Alexa Bliss, where Alexa Bliss's start in AEW, I mean, in NXT was kind of similar to Scarlet, where she wrestled, then she was a valet, but then she got her spot as a wrestler. Yep. And Alexa Bliss has been a multiple-time WWE Women's Champion in both brands, and she's been a multiple-time WWE Women's Tag Team Champion, and she ruined the gimmick of The Fiend just to give birth to her own gimmick, which makes zero sense. So if you see something in Alexa Bliss, it's because she has a look in and outside the ring. She has the in-ring ability, but I really hope she goes back to the goddess, but she has to be involved in that match because of her history in the women's division. Yeah. And it just doesn't hold up to anybody in AEW. I'm sorry. I mean, Sheeta's great, a great wrestler. Did I like. You put Ty Conti in there? No, I didn't. Shoulda. Why? She's better than any of the other aforementioned AEW. Really? Uh, although Sheeta is right. Like, I think Chris Statlander is very good too. Ruby Soho is pretty good. Maybe I mean, Ty. I like her Ty Conti is unfortunately getting her time to run into the buzzsaw known as Britt Baker because uh, guess yeah. what? Yep. See, they're booking Britt Baker like Roman Reigns, where it's like, let's just get all these guys, or in this case, all these women, to go up against Britt Baker. But who beats her? That's the problem. We talked. We had this conversation last week. Yeah. Who beats? Who beats? Beats Britt Baker? Charlotte. God. So, um, that's that's what we wanted to do today. I mean, oh, it was. Shit, I hope my wife did her lineup. Because she either has Crowder playing tonight or the Colts defense, and I hope she doesn't have the Colts defense. Why? Playing. They haven't scored any points at the Jets. Yeah, but they're facing Mike White. Well, it's also that, or she has the Ravens defense, and I don't know who they're playing this week. Oh. I'm like, oh, and I, I guarantee she didn't pay attention. So yeah, I hope okay. they don't. Get I'm two and six. I need a huge win this yeah, week. She's but... like one and one and six. Yeah, and, yeah I mean, this was too well, this but... was look at that wide open. There's my answer. Yeah. This is pretty cool because we did something that a lot of fans probably wanted someone to talk about. Oh, they they do. They yeah. do it all the time in their head while they're playing their video games and playing with themselves <laughs> in their basement. <laughs> Omega vs. Reigns. I love it. Yeah. 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 Rub the little man on the boat. I mean, I'm more shocked from this episode of the fact that we gave you two breaking news segments. <laughs> and both of us didn't even know. I didn't even know that. I mean, I knew the first part, right. but I didn't know the second part where Alex brought up about all these releases. So, That's I mean. Good. That's hot stuff. You this, guys got the facts. This may be like... the topic of next week's episode. Where do all these names go? Because remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting closer to Survivor Series and we're getting all this information with these new wrestlers that just got released. And maybe we can even plug in where they go. And guess uh, what? If if you're listening to this episode, which I hope you are, I mean obviously you are, but thank you. 
drop a comment about where you see these names going and we'll post something up after this episode about that but i mean it's pretty shocking all about how these names are getting something's going on that that wwe's keeping locked under wraps man something's going on and i don't necessarily like it i mean all the names that they released are names that haven't been on television or that have been but haven't done much it's now if the name was like finn balor or if the name was like you know AJ Styles or whatever. Okay, that's totally different. But I mean, they, they got they got rid of Grand Metalik and they got rid of Lince Dorado. They got rid of Kalisto six months ago. You know what I mean? So who's messing up John Huber's name and spelling it wrong? And, and now the wife. And now his wife is calling him out on it, which is <laughs> so bad. But um, guess what? We have shirts for sale. I'm staring at the box right now. Um, the shirts haven't. The shirts haven't moved. They haven't moved. <laughs> they haven't moved. If you want to buy a shirt, let us know. They're awesome shirts. Very comfortable. If you want to buy one for you and your whole family and all your friends, that'd be Use great. Use it as a washcloth. Use whatever as a you want. towel. If yeah. you put two of them together. Remember, wrestlers have these shirts. We physically handed these shirts to different wrestlers, and yeah. they have them in possession. You can have one too. Check our Insta. Yes. Um. You know, we'll be coming back to you next week with a brand new episode. What we know about. The episode is not much, except we're going to be talking about these new wrestlers that got released, and we'll see what happens in the next week. Maybe we'll find out why they really did get released. Yeah. Because, you know, as I pillage through the dirt sheets, I'll find more information. Um, You know, it's really interesting time in wrestling because we, with the lead-up to Survivor Series and now this breaking news, and AEW is trying to keep afloat with certain things, and AEW has All Out, which is next week, and we may be seeing a brand-new AEW champion. We may be seeing a, a new era in AEW, which I think could be a f- breath of fresh air, which they might need. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But as always, we'll who become... replaces Mox in this tournament? Uh, Miro did. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. So it's that. Miro against Brian Danielson. The winner is the winner of the tournament. I think it's still going to be so do Danielson, I. which leads me to think that Omega is going to beat Miro uh, Page. You know what I mean? Because they had the banger. Yep. They had the 30-minute banger, yep. and they want to do it again. What's the next one, Revolution? Yes. In I think February? it's Revolution. Yeah. yeah. But they may want to save it for All Out, maybe. I don't know, because All Out's like the WrestleMania. But we'll see what Jeez, happens. But, that's a slow I burn. Know, it's slow Fuck. burn. Fuck. But, I mean, in the meantime, you can always catch up on our 84 other episodes. This is the 84th episode of Sense of Flip Radio. We're 16 away from 100. Just Steiner math, that bitch. <laughs> um <laughs> You have a 66 to 2 I can't believe we've been 84 fucking episodes, That's man. A lot. That's yeah. a lot of episodes. It's a lot of text message. Hey, what time you want to <laughs> hey, drop what time you want to record? Um, I don't think we ever talked that much. No, it's, you know what it is? It's like, you know. And, we look and, forward and, to and, it. And we, you, know? you know, and this is the thing. Like, we come to you every week. We promise we come to you every week. God forbid something did happen and. You know, and, and things have, but things we have still happened, have, but like, we still, whether it be the phone or, or whether it be recording on a different way or through snail mail, through or snail whatever. mail, through Skype in a fucking car, we recorded an episode. We, we will come. We, we promise to deliver you new content. And we really do mean that we love what we do on this, on this podcast. It was a pipe dream in the beginning, but now it's coming into reality. How much we really invested yeah, in this. Man. We turned this fucking room into our studio. We have banners on the wall. We have wrestlers on the wall. We have a fucking TV hanging where there's wrestling being played. We have our, we have all of our equipment here. We love what we do. We love 
that you, the listener, gives us feedback. And we love that people do listen to us because I always think to myself, who really listens to this podcast? I know, I know we have some SFR diehard fans and we, we all know the names out there. We really appreciate that. But like, if you're a new listener, thank you so much. And it's really cool that you can use us as a getaway from, from whatever it is in your life if you want to get away from. So thank you to you, the listener. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. So if you listen to this on Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music, thank you. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio, Facebook Sunset Flip Radio, Twitter Sunset Flip Radio. We're everywhere. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You can email us. Oh, Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. Look how small this poster is getting behind me now. I know. The infamous In Your House poster. Holy shit. Adam Cole, gone. Velveteen Dream, gone. Karrion Cross, gone. Keith Lee, gone. That's it. Oh, Mia Yim, gone. Uh, that's it. Wow. All gone. Whoa. Adios, muchacho. As always, we'll be coming back to you next week. In the meantime, I am your co-host $100 man Thomas Lisi he's just a sexy boy and I'm he's not, not your boy I'm toy not toy. that boy toy as always join with the most handsome dad in the room Mr. Alex Drayton hey we just got off a long girl dad girl dad um hashtag for me soon to be girl dad um April 26th Ooh. yep I just climbed the ladder to fatherhood and I'm getting the briefcase that's it um, <laughs> wait, wait to totally no sell that you have a child on the way you asshole no sell the child I'm keeping kayfabe alive motherfucker <laughs> as always we Cornette are, would love you you know in this tennis racket uh, as always we are Sons of Fibrida we are out for today peace love and wrestling have a great week watch wrestling watch it all the time Go on the peacock and watch it. Go on and the cock. Get off the cock and get, watch it. Get off get off the cock and watch it. And uh, we love you out there. Thank yeah, you. Thank and give us a five-star rating. Yes, five-star. And anywhere else. Peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. You're...